Welcome to Building Your Best Career, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hey there. So today we're going to be talking about teleworking. It seems like so much has changed since last week in the last episode, and many, many folks are now working from home. And it's, I thought it would be a good topic to discuss some of my tips on how to be effective when working from home. I know there's a lot of folks out there that I've talked to over the years that either hate working from home or just don't feel that they're very good at working from home. And then there's other of you out there who have never worked from home. So trying to come up with a structure that will be similar to what you have been doing at the office sometimes can be really overwhelming, not to mention everything else that's going on in the world. So I thought I'd break it down to a few things that I found over the years that have really worked well for me. As someone who thrives in a very structured environment, I have to make a very conscious effort to create that structure at home. I really enjoy working out of my house, but at the same time, I do have to keep a fairly rigid schedule so that I make sure that I get all of the things done that I want in the day. And also on the flip side, that I don't get too carried away because in some ways it's very easy to start at six o'clock and work until 11 o'clock and then not realize where the entire day has gone, okay? So the first thing I want to talk about is creating a schedule, right? It's the beginning of the new week. You're getting ready to work from home now for the first time or, or whatever it may be. Create a schedule and map it out as best you can from literally 8 a.m. till 5 p.m. or 7 a.m. to 4 p.m., whatever your regular work hours are. Write them down on a piece of paper. Type it up however works best for you, but map out everything. Map out blocks of, I want to start work at 8 a.m., okay? I want to take a break at 10 a.m. to have a coffee break, a cigarette break, a walk the dog break, a do laundry break, whatever it may be, okay? Then you're going to have a lunch break. You're going to have an afternoon break. You're going to make sure that you have everything written down from start to finish, okay? And then hang it on the wall. Hang it on the fridge. Hang it somewhere that if you don't live alone, other people can see so that they recognize the fact that you have a schedule. This is your work hours, okay? Now, keeping that in mind, the second tip is try to keep your regular routine as close as possible to when you were going to the office, okay? If you have an hour commute in the morning, you can use that hour commute. So get up just like you regularly would, take your shower, do your exercise, your workout, have your breakfast, have your coffee, whatever it is you do. There are lots of people that say that you should still get dressed in work attire. There are other folks that say that that's not necessarily. Quite frankly, I don't know that I need to put on a suit in the morning to be productive. That's me. That may not work for you. You may need to feel like you are in the office completely. Try it a couple of different ways for the first week. See what it feels like, how it feels most effective and most efficient, okay? You can always adapt this, but try to keep your regular routine just like you're going to the office. I suggest this for two reasons. One, because you're, you're teleworking now temporarily, you are going to have to get back to that routine. So if you're like the kid on a snow day, 
you know, when we were in school where we would sleep till 10 o'clock and then you have to start getting back up again, that's going to be really difficult to get yourself back on your regular schedule when you have to go back into the office. And number two, it just kind of helps keep the sense of normalcy, right? You're already used to that routine. You get up, you do your shower, you do your workout, you do your coffee, you do your breakfast, whatever it is, walk your dog, keep that schedule. Whatever your commute time, that's found time. That's great time for you to create that schedule. Set up your workspace. Make sure you have an, a dedicated area that you can clear away stuff on your kitchen counter if you have a desk, if you have an office. A solid workspace, a table of some sort that you can set up and you can spread your papers out and be constructive and dedicated to your work during that time, right? Perhaps you get a jump on laundry, throw in a cup of throw in a pot of coffee, right? And and have an extra cup of coffee while you're normally commuting. Maybe you read the newspaper. Maybe you go for a walk. Maybe you, like I said, throw in a load of laundry, do a few chores around the house because you're using that commute time to get some things done that you wouldn't normally. So that's your found time, right? That's bonus time because you're not spending time doing whatever you normally would do, sitting around on a train or driving in traffic. If you listen to podcasts or um, online training or books on tape, do that while you're doing it. Put your headphones in and do some things around the house to get a jump on it. I suggest this because then you won't feel while you're sitting at your desk all day like, oh, I should be doing laundry because I'm home or I should have cleaned the bathroom or I should have taken the dog out or I should have prepped dinner. I should have done all these other things, right? That was your found time during your commute time. Whatever time you normally get to the office, go and sit down at your desk or your workspace and get things going, okay? The third one is create a list each day. Set manageable goals for your day and write them down. Make it a checklist, okay? A lot of times when we make a list in our head, it's in our head. And I know, at least for me, if I have things in my head and I haven't said them out loud or written them down, it's a lot harder to hold myself accountable because there's still wishy-washy up there, right? You can still make adjustments. I may have a list of 10 things in my head and halfway through the day, I couldn't remember two or three other things that were in there. So now I only have a list of seven. Or maybe I reprioritize through the day and change it around. If you write it down and add to it and mark it off as you do it, it gives you a little bit more credibility and a little bit more accountability to yourself to get things done. You can use your time, your commute time, to make that list for the day. It doesn't have to be just work things. Maybe set two lists. You are home, so you do have a little bit of extra flexibility with other things you can do. But the number one thing here is setting manageable goals. One of the biggest mistakes I made when I first started working full-time from home was to think that I had somehow managed to add an extra 10 hours to every day. I never even thought about it like that, but I had these dreams of grandeur about all of these things I was going to get done in a regular day. You know, I was going to get 27 loads of laundry and wash every surface in my house and, and clean every drawer and walk miles with the dog and spend hours at the gym and catch up on my DVR. I mean, I was going to do an amazing amount of things in the same eight hours of the day just because I was working from home. And it was very obvious very quickly that I just really wasn't thinking about it and about the fact that I didn't really add a whole lot of time to my day. I just changed the location of where I was working. 
It's very important to set goals that you can achieve in a day because it quickly snowballs. If you're not meeting your goals every day, it can take a toll on us emotionally and mentally. And we think about, oh, I didn't get everything done. I didn't get everything done. And for some of us, it means that you're going to work later and later and later in the night, right? And you're going to sacrifice that other end too, which is not healthy. There should be a balance. Just because you're at home when you're working, have your time for work and have your time for other things. Now, again, as you're making your list because you're home, it doesn't mean that you can't put other things in there. You should be taking regular breaks, okay? And it's very important, this is number four, take regular breaks, take a coffee break, have a lunch break where you get up from your desk and you go and you eat lunch someplace else. Get up and walk the dog, get up and play with the kids, get up and throw in a load of laundry, walk around the house, walk around the apartment, do some jumping jacks, watch an exercise video, whatever it is, get up and walk around, okay? Making sure that we are not sitting at our desk from start to finish, think about it this way. You're working in a much more comfortable, relaxed atmosphere. You may be sitting in a more comfortable chair. You might be wearing more comfortable clothes. The lighting might not be as bright and harsh as an office. It's a more relaxed setting, okay? It's very easy to kind of settle in to staring out the window or dozing off at your desk or daydreaming about all of the other things that you could be doing because you're home, okay? And then your productivity is going to start to lag on the things you need to get done. So it's really important to take regular breaks. One, just to get the blood circulating, get up, get a glass of water, make sure you're hydrating, and then sit back down and get right back to your list, okay? And even if you just take two breaks in the morning because you are doing a load of laundry, you're feeling like you're being productive, turn on the washing machine, come back to work, okay? Set the timer for an hour and a half, get up and then go put it in the dryer or hang it up or whatever it is that you do, right? Come back to work. But keeping moving forward with little breaks to make sure that you are feeling as alert and aware and focused as possible is really important because the last thing you want to do is realize that you've been staring out the window at what's going on in your neighborhood for 15 minutes and now you've just lost time, okay? because you're, you're daydreaming. Like I said, we're in a relaxed atmosphere. There's a lot going on in the world today. There's a lot to be thinking about besides just focusing on work. So giving yourself permission to take little breaks to do those things so that you can get back to doing the work work part when you're sitting at your desk is very important. The other thing is distractions. I hear from so many people that they struggle at home because there are so many distractions. You may have kids at home, you may have a spouse at home, you may have animals, pets, dogs, cats, whatever. You've got laundry, you've got dinner to prepare, you've got cleaning that could be done. You know, we've got social media, we've got TV, we've got radio, we've got all of these different things at home that we may or may not have at the office, right? You may work in a place where you can't even bring your phone. Try to replicate those parameters as best you can at home. If you don't take your phone into the office or you don't use your phone at the office, if you don't have access to Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and all of those things at the office, do not turn those on at home. Save those for your breaks. Turn them off, turn the alerts off, turn your ringer off. 
unless, you know, if you're waiting for emergency calls from friends or family, I get that. Obviously, maybe you have to have your ringer for your phone on, but turn off your text messages, turn off all your social media and focus on work for those periods of time when you're working. Give yourself permission during those breaks to check those things. You can check in and see how things are going, what's happening, if it's not going to distract you or derail you from what it is you need to do. But try not to allow the idea that you could be doing all these chores or all of this cooking or catching up on your DVR to derail what you're there to be doing. You still have to do your regular work day, okay? It's very nice to be able to work in a, in a relaxed environment, but it's also very important to try and keep that structure. The more organized with how you set yourself up from the beginning of the day, the more successful you can be. And take the first week to really kind of adapt and hone and adjust your schedule, right? We're probably gonna be home for a couple of weeks now. Use that time to really work your schedule and get it to what works best for you, okay? Perhaps you do have kids at home and you need to help with homework and schoolwork and entertaining them and that kind of thing. In that situation, maybe you need to adjust your time. Maybe you normally leave for work at seven and you need to start working at five before the kids get up so that you can get a couple hours in. Maybe you need to flex that schedule a little bit, work a little bit in the evening, However, it works best for you. Maybe your spouse, you need to take turns. You work the first half of the day. They work the second half of the day. But try to come up with something so that you can kind of cocoon yourself in that structure that you have at the office for as long as you can, right? Try to keep yourself in that work bubble. Having a space where you can go and shut the door, particularly if you don't live by yourself, is really important, and I, I always encourage having some kind of a desk or a table. I love the idea of sitting on my couch with my laptop in my lap or my favorite chair and my feet up or even out on my deck with my feet up, relaxing, working. But even I know that I'm not as productive as I could be in that situation, right? Because you're relaxed. I find myself staring off into the distance and it's not as conducive to getting work done as when I'm sitting at my desk. I always feel like I get more done. And I've tried it back and forth lots and lots of times. There are days where I work at my desk for a while and then I go and I move and I sit somewhere else. And I can still get things done that way, but I'm much more structured and driven when I'm sitting at my desk. It just feels more professional. It feels more structured. That's me. You may work well sitting with a laptop in your lap, but I would be willing to bet that most of us are not because it's just a little bit too relaxed. Okay. You've got your notebook in your lap or on the side, you've got your coffee. You know what I mean? It's just not a great working productivity situation. So try to find a table or chair or sit at your dining room or your counter or at a desk, whatever you have around and block off a little bit of space so that you can spread your papers out like you do in your office. Okay. The name of the game is trying to keep it as similar to your work situation as possible. You may find that after a few weeks of doing this, you always thought that you didn't want to work from home or you couldn't be productive or you didn't like it. You may find that you actually really like it and are pretty productive this way. 
I get that it can be a little bit isolating and lonely. Hopefully, if you're you're working from home from your your regular jobs, you're still having conference calls, you're still having some kind of virtual meeting. So there is still that social aspect a little bit to help you fight the loneliness. Because I do see that it, it can be it can be isolating sometimes to be at home and away from people. I actually me personally, I underestimated how much I would miss people when I first started working from home because I always say that, you know, I'm kind of an introvert and I like being by myself. But it turns out that even introverts do kind of miss a little bit of being out and about and being social with people and talking to folks in limited quantities. So you do have to make sure that you participate in these calls and, and you know, pick up the phone at lunchtime and maybe pick up, take a call and, and, Chat with one of your coworkers, see how they're doing, check in with somebody, check in with a family member, check in with a friend. Find little ways to still stay social if that's something that you need to kind of keep your energy up. But not at the expense of making sure that you're getting your work done. The last thing you want to do is spend the next couple weeks working from home and fall terribly behind so that it impacts your job negatively. For those of us that are lucky enough to get to work from home, we certainly don't want to put our, our job in jeopardy because we're not doing what we need to be doing. I wish you and your family all the best. Stay safe and healthy out there. Have a great day. All right. So thanks for listening to Building Your Best Career. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to buildingyourbestcareer.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or if you'd like to be a guest on an episode. And please go ahead and recommend me to your friends. Until next time, always remember to stand up and be confident. Stand by all that you do and say with integrity and stand out because after all, there's only one you.